an instant, they were gone forever. More and more of us are joining the ranks of a resistance. Average, normal, educated people. We had this blueprint. It was an office building. This project is taking forever. I already told you it was a mall. Why don't you lie? Death certificate. What, what does it say? He's changed his name to the name of a person who died the day before. Yeah. Why? You do it to hide the person you were. I didn't know you taught a course in terrorism. Well, that's a pretty frightening subject. It deals with extremist groups. Seems he got one everywhere. Do you have something on this guy or not? Because if this is all you got, you need to stop teaching that class because it's getting inside your head. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast, Episode 10, where we're going to talk about the movie called Arlington Road. Yes, Arlington Road, Ed. I really uh, like this one quite a bit. This one came out in July of 1999. Yes, it did. Uh, July of 1999, Ed. And I could see how this one easily got lost in the shuffle. I would say compared to the rest of the ones we've done, this has the most recognizable list of names it was going up against, Ed. Take a look at this. This was opening week of American Pie. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big that one. That was huge. Week two of this one was a bomb, but it made a lot of money. Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Do you that remember was, that one? That was terrible. That was terrible. But that made a lot of money. It did make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, big Daddy was in its third week. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, that was, uh, he was popular then. I know. What's the yeah. deal with all these huge ones? That's just the three that have beaten it out. The fourth place movie with ten million. Its fourth week out was still Tarzan. The, wow. Kids release. Mm-hmm. The General's Daughter was fifth with eight million in its fourth week out. John Travolta flick. Travolta, right. And then Arlington Road at opens up its first week at sixth. Wow. With seven point five million. That. Interesting note, just trailing it with seventh place was still the eighth week of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Oh, what yeah. a week! Yeah. What so a those week. were the top wow. seven movies. Those I recognize all those as. Fairly big. You right. Know, you and don't have any bad names on that list whatsoever. That's a pretty packed list there. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see how this one, I mean, I, I would say right away how this one definitely got lost in the shuffle with that, all those bigger movies, you know. Following week, I read up on the, the Blair Witch Trial came out, and that was that was pretty big in itself, too. Oh, the Blair Witch. Yeah, that was big. Blair Witch Project, I think that was yeah. called. Not Blair Witch oh, Trial. Oh, right. Yeah, another term. <laughs> all right. So let's get to Arlington Road. Wow. What a cool beginning, huh? Yeah, hey, and that beginning scene set the pace for the movie right away. When that kid was wandering down the street and his arm was halfway blown off, you know, I didn't know what it meant at first, but obviously when we knew the movie was about almost like a bomber, right, that's kind of came into play. That was kind of foreshadowing, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, that was a pretty intense scene. You know, when I first saw this movie and you see the kid running down, grabbing his hand, and, and, uh, and Jeff Bridges' character comes and finds him. Um, it was pretty interesting. It was pretty, uh, pretty intense. Yeah, no. I, like I said, I think that was the tone setter. Um, basically, just because, you know, eventually we found out that he uses the excuse that it was fireworks that blew his hand off. But I think that was kind of the first thing that set Jeff Bridges on kind of a, uh, 
being suspicious about Tim Robbins' character. Cause Wait, hold on. Are you saying that he that the the blowing of the hand was, was not an accident? Huh? Did you think you didn't think that was an accident? No, of course I thought oh, it was an okay. accident. All right, but all right. I, I think Jeff Bridges thought that 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 accident wasn't really from fireworks, just fireworks. I think he oh. was thinking that maybe it was from something more than Building fireworks. Yeah, 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 I remember in the movie he did say, you know, fireworks, it's not even like the 4th of July. Like it wasn't right. appropriate He's all like fireworks in March or something like right, that. He, right. So he was thinking it was some other type of explosive yeah, device, yeah. you know. Makes that, you think. I, that's yeah. what I think they were getting at with that, clearly. You know, it was pretty right. obvious after the movie went on. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, after the opening scenes, what did you, you think of the casting of the movie, though? Well, uh, yeah, great cast. Um, what's his name here? We got a Tim Robbins. Um, you know, I thought he, he did a Shawshank Redemption. That was done prior to this one, I think, right? I didn't look up the date on that, possibly. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, so, you know, right there, great. And Jeff Bridges, you know, he's a... He's a longtime actor. Um, Joan Cusack, I you know I, don't, I wouldn't consider her a big name, but boy, she does have this creepy look about herself. Where I know every, uh, everyone liked her in that movie. Things I was reading up on people like they thought she was super creepy in this. She was very creepy. She had that <laughs> creepy face. I could think she played any role, and I would say that's creepy woman face. Right. But uh, she she played creepy woman face very well. Yeah. So whoever cast her was pretty spot on. Yeah, and I, I like Tim Robbins. Jeff Bridges, I don't know. I was torn about him, though, kind mm -hmm. of, uh, Ed. I like Jeff Bridges. I always like Jeff Bridges. And he p played the paranoid guy really well in the movie. Right. But it, there were some parts where I thought he was almost, like, overselling it, like, overdramatic. Did yeah. you ever think that? Yeah, you know, when he was teaching the class, you know, he's, he's taking him kind of on a field trip. And That's he the part. was just... Almost a little over the top, but I can. But I did think about that. I I can feel that, being that he was a professor, this kind of scenario, uh, it it meant a lot to him because of what happened to his wife. So, I'm sure it kind of hit a chord with him in his sense of emotions, in his personal life, how that kind of bled over to what he was teaching. So I I can I was giving him a pass on them that he had a lot of passion for what he was doing, but it was a little. Maybe a little bit too much he, as yeah, a professor much, to a, to his class. Well, even the opening scene where he rescues the kid and they're asking what his name and he's just yelling at their I don't know what his name is. You know, I don't know what his name is. And he's kind of, I was all, man, he has some dramatic moments. And then yeah. the in sequence, you know, when they get into the chase scene, we're jumping ahead. But just that whole scene where he was yelling to himself at the car, I thought some of it he overdid a little bit. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess. But I, I think what I got out of it, that, that again, going back to his wife, it's... It, it seemed like he never fully resolved that part of his life. Like, his his family life never really truly settled down. Right. You know? So, you know, he has his girlfriend, his son. They're still coming to terms with, with the death of, of the mom and stuff. So, I, I guess he gets a little unglued, but <laughs> I'm giving him a pass. So, I, I liked his acting in this one. Okay, so that's what I mean. So, casting Jeff Bridges, I mean, you liked his part on it. It was oh, pretty yeah. spot on for you. Yeah, yeah. Even Tim Robbins, as, as good as an actor he was, he, he can pull up that creepy next-door neighbor kind of guy, too, you know. But uh, Did you think he was, um, when I, I was just reading comments on... IMDB on the movie. I mean, do you, do you think he came off as menacing enough or cold, not cold enough? I don't know. Did he play the part okay? Or what were you looking for? I him? would say that they chose a Tim Robbins and John Cusack 
to be the next door neighbor. They're, they, the everyday they're, next they're door neighbor. They're supposed to be not suspicious looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I think they, they cast them correctly. Even how they acted, they didn't, you know, he wasn't like um, like Jack Nicholson, the Joker, being a menacing kind of bad guy. Yeah. He was supposed to be the normal. The guy next door. The guy, guy next door, very subtle. You wouldn't think anything about them. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they he do talk the... about that, hey, you know, there have been neighbors and they've never even said hi to them, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they're just like, like, um, Basically invisible to the neighborhood, so I, I think how they played it was appropriate. Yeah, that made me think. That uh, that scene when they said that, that was funny because that made me think of, man, there's some people right down the road at the end of my street that I don't know who. They are. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but that's probably for everybody. Yeah. Though, so I you know? guess that does make a lot of sense, and who they picked and how they played their parts of being very, very subtle. Yeah, and I think that kind of, I, I, I guess it sells when you hear what happens towards the end of the movie as to who these people really are. Yeah. No, yeah, they, they did all fit the mold pretty good. Then I, I didn't really have a problem with the casting. I guess I probably wouldn't have changed anyone. Yeah. So it was pretty good. So so the cast was good. Um, I think, you know, right after that part, you know, they meet each other um, and they get to know each other. But j that's the one part that I had a problem with the movie, Ed. I like the whole movie a lot. But, man, Jeff Bridges' character, he came kind of... He was very suspicious of Tim Robbins over pretty much nothing. Wow. I'm talking, that the, yeah, you know, so you know, on, on the second viewing of, the, of this film, <laughs> you know, I was trying to figure out, like, what was it really that really caught his interest? And, and I remember he was looking at those blueprints. Right. And, I mean, I'm telling you, he must have spent two seconds maybe looking at those blueprints. Right. He and just right glanced he at knew, it, right? Oh, well, that wasn't a, a mall. That's like office buildings. Right. But what did he care, right? Well, yeah, that, that's true. He could, it could have been any drawing, right? Yeah. It could have been, he is, you know, he, if he does do architecture stuff, he could be, he could be drawing of anything. Right. So, yeah, I, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that and then what the, he was getting. With the mail. Yeah, the mail. He was getting it from a college and he said he went somewhere else or whatever, right? Right. But I don't think, that was the other thing. I don't think that would have drove me to research the guy that sure. that thoroughly like definitely you know yeah I mean? I mean even his girlfriend says what, what are you doing you're crazy <laughs> you know and uh, yeah i think the whole mode of him trying to even suspect tim robbins character was a terrorist that was that was pretty weak i guess but you gotta they i guess i don't know they, i guess they should have thought, thought of another way to suspect I, that but he could have been creepy i i think they did it because of what you said though of jeff bridges character you know they kind of i think by this time had already hinted Maybe his wife was dead, right, from the FBI, that botched case. So right. he was already kind of paranoid about things. And then he teaches this class that right. pretty much is about terrorism, right? So he's already kind of wired that way to be suspicious right. of oh, things, hey, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, or maybe he's still looking for some closure in regards to what happened to his wife. To, you know, like if he can, if he can catch... The bad guy, right? Then maybe he'd have some closure. But yeah, like you're right. He probably is wired to suspect everybody. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, no, so I liked it. And then you know, afterwards when you get the first glimpse, I, I kind of liked how you, you know, from there he finds out that the guy changed his name. Right. Right. His real name's not Oliver Lang. He finally finds out it's this other guy's name, and then yes. he sees that article in the newspaper. Right. Uh, then that kind of made him even more suspicious, right? Because he was a Using a pipe bomb at 16 or something right. like that. Tim yeah. Robbins' character. Yeah. 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 So that, uh, I, I felt that was a good setup, you know, with a kid getting his arm blown off in the beginning, and now you got the pipe bomb incident. So now I think the guy's linking it together. Jeff Bridges' character is linking it together that 
Tim Robbins might be this type of bomber type sure. of terrorist guy, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anything you want to jump in on that? Do you have anything else to say about that? No, I, I think um, maybe if they just portrayed uh, Jeff Bridges' character as a, a little more, uh, I guess for being that he's a professor, I, I, I guess he didn't sell it to me that he was that much of an investigative kind of guy. Yeah. You know, maybe if he was something in, along the lines of a different kind of profession, I, I'd probably buy into it, but he was pretty good at narrowing things down for what little was fed to him. Right, you know? right. But, the, it, but I thought the pacing of the movie was good. It was. It they, moved briskly. It did, and and uh, they kind of like bumped up the, the action in a sense of, you know, remember that scene where, you know, he's trying to figure out more, and he kind of goes into the house, and says, oh, what do you say? He locks himself out of yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And... Uh, and he's, man, this guy was nosy. He was going through this stuff. Actually, he sees like a corner of a, uh, I think it was a blue, blueprint in like a picture. In the background or something. Right, or and it was he's going through, like, hey, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, and at that moment, I felt that when I was watching the movie, like, well, maybe she's not in on this because she seemed, she just played it off as if, oh, hey, you know, what are you doing? When did you think she was in on it? When she snuck up behind the girl in the phone yeah, booth? Yeah, that's the only time I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's in on it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah but prior to that, I, I did not suspect her at all. I, I, I would have believed it could have been, you know, Tim Robbins' character all along and what the wife maybe didn't know about his his second life. But, oh, you, uh, you like the breakdown thing, right? Where the right. bad guy, the wife has no idea what sure. they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, so at that point where, you know, um, the wife catches him and... I was even thinking, oh, well, maybe she doesn't know, too. So, um, it, yeah, not until later where uh, Jeff Bridges' girlfriend's on the phone. And, uh, you know, she's on the phone. And all of a sudden, right, she just kind of turns it a little bit. And there's Jones. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing? You're then you like, kind of oh, knew. Oh, right? man. Yeah, you you kind of knew they were both oh, I, I actually, together. I kind of jumped a little bit. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I did, is. too. I jumped out of that scene, too. Yeah. I did. That was the that was probably the lone real jump scene for sure. The real sure, jump sure. Scene. That's probably the pivotal point where but, there's a point of no return after that. Yeah. Now, now what, that the, the stage has been set, now you just got to run with the rest of the movie. But you know, I'm I'm trying to think back on the movie. Now, after Tim Robbins' character, you know, he he confronted Jeff Bridges' character about, you know, finding out who he was in right. his past. He tells mm-hmm. him the whole story of why he did that when he was 16 because of the government taking their water and all that stuff. Does I I can't remember. Help me out there. How does Jeff Bridges? Does he give up the investigation after that, or how does he go back into still thinking he's a terrorist after that? Ooh, let's see. So they're in the backyard. Jeff Bridges has um, Tim Robbins' yearbook. He confronts him, and then uh, oh, that's when uh, that's when I guess that's the part you're talking about. Then that's when oh, the, that's when the phone call the, the, comes in. That's when the girlfriend fi- happens to see him and. Uh, sees him exchanging like oh that's right yeah so after that exchange you know he wakes up the next morning and his FBI friend calls and that's where he realizes he's looking outside and and he gets the suspicion that someone's tapping into his phone yeah 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 and that kind of like that starts a ball rolling of oh hey you got I need to track uh, this guy's name down Oliver or whatever and uh, you need to figure out I think he's going to do something bad right and then yeah then it kind of steamrolls what I did like though is that scene you're talking about when in the backyard, that little confrontation happened. I would say three quarters to the movie, maybe. It's getting yeah, it's getting towards it, the end, but but it's like whoa! I didn't think it was going to happen that soon. Yeah, know, where they kind of revealed he openly revealed himself to say that hey, this is what happened. You know, but I, yeah, I felt that they were going to get off of it like where Jeff Bridges kind of maybe his 
sense of worry about that guy had been alleviated. But then, you know, his girlfriend finds the guy exchanging the cases. Then she gave him the call, but then the Joan Cusack scene, and she winds up dead, right? Right. So then, um, so then Jeff Bridges goes and visits that other terrorist father. Remember, right? And he turns out to be. Not really the guy or something like that. They framed him, right? Or something right, like that. Right, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, that and then that's another little subtle thing I thought was kind of bizarre. Where, and I don't know if you remember this part where he's at that guy's house and he kind of glances and see like a Boy Scout picture. Yeah, uh, who was in the picture that they noticed? Was that was that just one of the Tim Robbins's buddies that was in the corner? Like I, it, I, I recognized think, him in the picture, but no one else I recognized. Right, so I think he's making that connection that this is what they do. They will they'll try and like. Get but had someone. he ever seen that guy before? Had Bridges seen that guy before? You know, that's I'm not too sure. You know, when I on a, watching the second time was when I in that particular frame, I wasn't too sure what he saw. I, I was other than Boy Scouts, and maybe he made some sort of connection. I got the connection to just that guy, that terrorist that was dead that they framed was in that Boy Scout thing too, and I got the the gist that he felt right if the, that Boy Scout thing was related to. Terrorism, basically. Sure, or something sure. Like that. So I guess what they do is, you know, Tim Robbins, you know, posse, they they leverage their power over people by taking their children. Really, say, hey, do what you do, and you'll get your kid back. Right, right that's right, basically right. it. And so, because can you imagine that they they abducted um, Jeff Bridges' kids? And, hey, you know, you go home. Right. It will be fine. If you do everything what we tell you to do, everything will be okay, and just go to sleep. How can you do that? There's no way. <laughs> right. And that gets us into the last chasing there, right? He takes his kid. Jeff Bridges is following the guy and sees his kid in the back of the van, right? Right. Yeah. And, but then Tim Robbins' character, like, intercepts them and they get into the the fight. Now, here's the part. We're getting towards the end there. Here's the part that, man, I felt a lot of things had to go right. When Tim Robbins intercepted him and they get into that fight in that abandoned warehouse together, you know. Sure. Is that when they planted the yeah. the bomb in Jeff Bridges' car? Right. While this was going That's, on. That has to be the exchange because the car that that Jeff Bridges got it was a, it was a rental car. Right. So, yeah, that's the only time. And, and yeah, and it what's funny is that after they had that fight, Tim Robbins just calmly walks outside, kind of wipes his face, and gets on the radio. And it, it, it was as if it was everything's going to plan. So know? they planted the bomb in his car, and then they just. Uh, they another truck just drove by that happened to look like the right, right truck because yeah. remember it was a fake truck or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't the right one. Mm-hmm. But the I just found that ending like everything had to work according to exact timing. And I was like, oh man, what are the odds that the, uh, another truck drove by? Then he started chasing that truck again. You know what I mean? Well, I think this whole movie is is kind of like that. You know, like the the from the from the very beginning, they're trying to nail Jeff Bridges from the very beginning. You right, know, like that. Again, going back into the house with the blueprints, these are like little seeds that were planted to to entice him. To so, I mean, you saw you thought he let him see the blueprints on purpose? I think so. Really? I think my mind yeah. didn't even go there whatsoever. I think so. I, I yeah. I mean, like, I think they're maybe paying him from the very beginning, somehow, some way. Uh, maybe not initially from the beginning, the beginning of the movie, but um, you know, they they did say that you know they invited him over for like a, a party. And at the end, they're having like wine and whatever. And uh, Jeff Bridges is like, "Well, I think they're testing me. I think they were testing me to see what I was going to respond oh, to." Yeah, by the end of the movie, I agree that they somehow targeted specifically him because uh, there's this very subtle scene, Ed, that, that maybe a you know normal viewer wouldn't have caught. But 
one of the terrorists at the very end is like was a student that was yes. in his class. That yes. girl, right? She was like there, yeah. actually in the class. So I was right. thinking that she was probably with that group before, and she took his class like on purpose, just to right. be, like to monitor him or something. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I think I think you know uh, they were targeting targeting him, you know, pretty early. But again, like you said, everything. I mean, with this movie, everything just kind of had to work. Yeah, know? I mean, just like I said. Because he was following this real van that really had his kid. Then they get in this fight in this warehouse where you think they planned the bomb. Then he comes back out and gets into the car again and sees the same type of van, but it's it's not really the van anymore. Right. So you think, like, what are the odds another van drives by at that same exact time? And you're under the impression that this van actually has no connection to Tim Robbins, right? Because it was just a normal worker. But right. it happened to drive by at that exact time where he right. picked up the chase again. You know but how I mean? cool was that? I mean, yeah. but it, well, it, it was a cool scene, but yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? How cool was what, though? The, the scene where the, the big the big scene of, of uh, you know, everyone, like, where everyone's supposed to be here, but you're the only one that's not supposed to be oh, here. Oh, yeah. And even the buildup, you know, the buildup yeah. to that last scene where he's chasing that van all throughout the city, you know, he chases up to the building and says, oh, there's, there's a bomb in there. There's right. a bomb in that right. truck. Right. And, you know, they won't let him go. And then he finally just goes anyways right, right into the garage to chase it, you know. And then they that's when they check the van and there's there's nothing in it, you know. Yes. But then that's what were you saying, though. Yeah, that, that build up and finally the ending, right? Yeah. Uh, did, oh, that was good. Did, so when did you realize that the bomb was in his car? When did you realize it finally was? I mean, before he knew? Before he knew, right? Or no? No. Or at the same time, like I had no idea. Not until I saw that bomb in the car, I was like, "What the?" Heck? Well, when he's walking over to the car, did you think? Oh, that- well, yeah, because he had that look where he was, you know, again, he was saying, "Well, you're not, you're the only one that's that's not supposed to be here." Right. And then he starts walking to his car, and I'm thinking, "Oh no, it's in the car!" Right. You know. And they had that cool break too, where you know, there's all that suspense and the music's ratched up to suspenseful music, uh, you know, all the way to the part where. They check the van and nothing's there. Then it's all calm. You know, like, <laughs> like, there's nothing here because they basically thought he was just crazy, right? They're all right. there's nothing here. There's nothing yeah. here. And then then that's when he said that thing, like you know, everyone should be here except you. And but it's calm. Then then it dawns on him, and then it starts ratcheting up the suspense again as he's walking to the car, right? That was great. Yeah, that then, was great. And then that's it. Then it blows up. And it blows up. And then basically, yeah, I like it. And then every everything went as planned. Then the scene goes right back to Tim Robbins and his wife. Yeah. They're like, hey, we need to find another neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this is, yeah, it's, it's really, it, it does make me think about like how the story went and what, what groups are out there that may do things like that. And I guess you can tie it to the things that actually happen in history and stuff. But uh, it, was, it was neat. It was neat. So the, the thing that I, I think why I like this movie was, and I remember when Ryan told me about this movie and I come to work the next day, I'm like, Oh man, that movie just punched me in the stomach at the very, very end, and I was ranting, raving like, "Was this based on the book?" Because I, need, I think I need to read the book because all I kept thinking about was his son. You yeah. Know? Oh man, the no. son's gonna grow up thinking his dad was a traitor. Yeah. No, it was a like a downer of an. That, that ending was like twofold. It was kind of like a downer of an ending, but you know that ending of this movie, like that's what makes this movie like memorable for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I think of, if someone mentions that movie and I'm thinking of that movie, the first thing I think of is the ending. Yeah. Right. You're going to think of the ending. How oh, absolutely. like the, yeah. the crazy ending. Cause you've probably never seen an ending 
like quite like that. You sure, know? sure. The bad guy wins. Yeah, the bad guy wins. Right, I, yeah. There's some other ones that the bad guys win in too, I guess. Right, but. right. There are actually a, quite a few, you know, like, um, and I think that's what makes a lot of these movies just different, you know. Um, we talked about a couple like um, Primal Fear, right? Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah. Uh, Richard Gere and Ed, Ed Norton. Yeah. Right? Yeah, how creepy was that? The yeah. end of that movie where he gets off, right? He gets and off he's and he's, he's like, really the bad he's guy. He's really the bad guy. And, yeah. And um, uh, one of your favorite movies, No Country for Old Men. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? He he uh -huh. he gets away with it at the end. Uh -huh. Yeah. How about Seven? Right. Brad Pitt. Oh yeah. Right. What's in the box? Yeah. Right? And yeah. There's a lot of those darker. The Usual Suspects. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Kevin Spacey just walks mm -hmm. out. Of, yeah. There's there's a few movies like that, and it's always the ending that makes it memorable. Episode five, Identity. Right. Yeah. One of our podcasts. If you want to tune into that one, <laughs> that's that's another like again punch in the gut kind of thing where you're just like. What the heck? The yeah. guy won, but but you know that's that makes a compelling story. You know, not everything has to have a, like a tied up in a nice pretty bow, and the good guy always wins. This is this movie is kind of reality. Hey, sometimes the bad guys do win. That's that's the story. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess you know the movie was great. It had that real mystery to it. You know, where you're wondering like, is the guy really a bad guy? Is he not? You know, is he going to get caught? Is he not? And then, <laughs> you know, so I thought the ending, the buildup was great, and then the ending, I thought it could have gone either way. Like some people would like this ending, and other people might not, though, right? Sure. Oh, my wife was mad. She didn't, mine didn't like she it. She was mad. Yeah. She was, what kind of yeah. movie? Is yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but they, 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 and she even asked me, "Did he die?" I'm like, "Well, he's probably the person that died. <laughs> he's probably the very he's first one, right?" <laughs> so he he was gone. But some know? people don't like it when the main character right gets killed off like that. I guess. Oh sure, the, yeah, sure, 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 sure. So yeah, but yeah, I was like, oh geez, I wish it was like Arlington Road Part Two, where the sons, the sons' revenge, you know, <laughs> like the Revenge of the Jedi thing, uh, just have some sort of like I guess you just wanted some sort of closure, or at least again you just feel bad for the guy because from for here on out everyone thinks he's a bad guy right yeah know how they set that up yeah and they went back to that thing where like once again this guy acted you know alone like kind of like that other guy that they framed earlier sure. on in the movie you know what right I mean? right it's like right. these guys frame these guys and they it's like they've won before too you know it's like the, it's their pattern kind of I, I think that's that that's a really neat thing like i know it's kind of off topic in regards to the movie but on the reason why they try to pick one guy so the nation feels that there's closure. We yeah. caught the one guy. Right. For saying, well, we caught one, but we know there's 20 others. You uh, know? Yeah, right. And right. so now people will be you know, at unrest because they're out there. Right, right. Plotting right. and, and yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it, it does make sense. Right. No, no. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Um, so what do you... What do you give the rewatchability factor of this one? Rewatchability factor. So, because I hadn't watched this movie in probably like twelve years, and I'm glad you brought up time. I think this is not a movie where no, I liked it. Watching it for you know, you know a second time, it was fun to watch again. I, I think it was a little nitpicking in regards to wow, boy, he he really fit him up like little bits of information for him to figure out who Tim Robbins was. Um, so it's still a fun movie, but I would say. I'd probably give it some time in between right, sure. to watch it again. Maybe forget about a little of the details and pick it up. <coughs> yeah, it's not going to be the one you're going to put in the DVD player all the time. Right, right. Like I, we talked about this before, like the movie The Sixth Sense, where you know the big punchline 
Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. When you watch it a second time, it's cool to kind of see, oh, well, I guess he's been dead. Watch it <laughs> the third time, it's like, oh, boy. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah, It, it yeah. kind of loses its luster. Uh, but like like you said, the the sixth sense. Though, we were talking about that one, and that that one had all sorts of like pacing problems, though, right? It was slow. It was, it was just slow. all around slow. I mean, it was a great movie how it was done, but it was slow. Right. And when you already know the ending, it makes it even that much slower because you're just like, oh, oh, Jesus is slow. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like this one wasn't really slow, was it? Was this one slow? I don't think it was slow. It was. I I th- I wouldn't call it slow. I think the pa- the pacing kept kept it very interesting. You know that every every scene, every moment. Added to it, there weren't any any dull breaks. Everything was quite informative. Yeah, it was just kind of like a mystery because I mean, it wasn't there wasn't any action really. I no. mean, there wasn't action. It wasn't like an action movie, but it was it, it moved quickly with the mystery part of it for sure. You know, so yeah, I give it. So what do you give it? Rewatchability. One well, to we ten. We as a number. Yeah, what do you give it? One to ten. Uh, rewatchability factor. Ah, uh, six, seven, maybe. Yeah, I give it. Uh, like me too. Like a six and a half. Okay. I give the ending like a nine to ten though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the ending's yeah, like yeah. a nine or a oh, ten. Anytime you get punched in the stomach from a movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. You know, you the, want that. You know, you really can't lose with thrillers. And, and if the, if it's done right, it's fantastic. You know, I saw a recent, recent thriller recently called The Gift, the one from last year. Oh. And that was just poop. I didn't like that at all. I'm trying to think of, um, now that we're just talking about this one and kind of wrapping it up a bit, like, is there, can you think of any movies similar to Arlington Road that are out there? Uh, like that it reminded you of I, I no. that's that's why I kind of liked it too because it was kind of unique. It, it was unique. I really. No. I mean, you know, yeah. you've seen a million action movies that have similar plots, and you've seen other like slasher thriller movies that are similar plots. But this one, I can't think of a movie that's really like this one. Yeah, it's kind I, of. I'm curious. This came out in '99. I wonder if you know, current event wise, did something maybe similar, you know, newsworthy that maybe kind of paralleled. This story, like, yeah, I you don't know, know. Remember the Oklahoma bombings, right? Uh, maybe something like that, the Unibomber. So I thought that uh, that case that they used in the movie—I mean, that fictional case of the guy they framed—that that kind of reminded me of the Oklahoma City one, right? They right. drove the truck up to the building and it blew up, right? Or whatever, you know, it's yeah, kind, of, kind yeah. of similar, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, uh, other than that, I really can't think of anything that. Even comes close right, that's why I like this movie too. It's very unique. I mean, like yeah. I haven't seen a thriller like that one really. So, yeah. So I would give it a recommend. This is uh, is this a high recommend for you, Ed? It's a high recommend. Yeah, you can't go wrong with this movie. It's again, we we really like uh, um, we really like movies that have really good stories and. And this is this is this is up there for sure. If you haven't seen this one, well, I hope you saw it because we just totally ruined the movie for you. <laughs> so this is this is one of the hidden gems. I mean, coming in six. Right out of all those movies, uh, I can see how this one kind of got buried. Right, no, I could definitely see too because all those were like huge, huge movies. Usually, I've been surprised at some of our other picks that they were as low as they were or didn't make a lot because it seemed like they were up against weak competition. But this one clearly was not right. We we listed off like six of them that were good. Geez, I mean, if you really think about budget wise, I don't know how much like they spent on budget. If you really think about what they did, the budget of this one was twenty million. Twenty million. I mean, really, they were just filming at a hospital. They filmed in a couple houses. Maybe all the money went into like the special effects of the explosion, but. Pretty much is, you know. Yeah, the money was probably just the cast guys in it, you know, to pay some of the actors. But, like, yeah, $20 million budget, and it only ended up making $40 million. 
That's yeah. all this movie made was forty million. Wow. So it did not do well. And yeah, I would chalk that up to clearly the movies that were out at the time. You know, that's why this one got buried, in my opinion. Right. But yeah, so if you haven't seen Arlington Road, hopefully you have because we talked about it. But that's a, a high recommend for me and Ed here. Arlington Road. Yeah. Uh, b- back on Facebook, if you follow us on there, Jonathan talked about Arlington Road, saying it was a good, chilling movie after nine eleven. I know this guy here; he's from Jersey himself, so. Uh, it does make you think, and then uh, this movie the, wasn't after nine eleven, though. No, you said after nine eleven. Well, he watched the movie after nine eleven. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with right. that. Hey, well, he wrote it, and then he just says, "Gotta watch this." Then uh, it might make her paranoid, but yeah, it's good. Stuff. Hey, on IMDb too, though. You know, that's that's kind of the website that you know mostly just takes the scores from people rating it like you and me you know and it has sure. a 7.2 rating on IMDb so That's it's pretty it. yeah it's pretty high rating on IMDb mm-hmm. critics on Rotten Tomatoes were 62% which still was like a fresh rating but the 7.2 you know looks like most people that aren't critics out there have liked it you know yeah yeah i hear you so okay that's all i got to say about this one ed but i give arlington road a high recommend for a thriller that sounds good so if i hope you're liking our shows if you want to go on itunes you can rate and comment there uh we got a couple new uh reviewers here i think i screwed up in the last show but mad silva says these guys have a great podcast the first day that uh, i listened to it i was hooked each week i listened to find out what great movie i have to look forward to this week the movies that they select are consistently great movie choices. I thoroughly enjoy the show. Keep the hidden gems coming. And we got a GMO box. Uh, the great thing about this podcast is the chemistry between Ed and Ryan. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Oh, tell me they didn't yeah. put that. That's embarrassing. Oh, they did. They both have different views <laughs> of each movie they review. And at the end, you are intrigued about watching the movie or seeing it again. It's worth looking. So thank you very much, Gina and Mad Silva, for the, for the reviews. All right, you guys. Well, we'll see you next week with another new one and a new recommend for you guys. All right. Peace out. All right. Bye. Show me the money! There's no place like home. Bob, James. I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. I'll be back. Shut up to my little friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. We have a problem. This is Sparta! Why so serious? I am serious. And don't call me sure. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes?